It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome into to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. The Golden Knights drop this game 3-1 to one to the LA Kings, 21-7-1 on the season for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's bring back Dan Duva to help us break this one down. And, you know, Dan, you just you look at this game, it's just one of those situations where the Golden Knights didn't really get off the ground. And throughout the course of a regular season, you're going to expect that, but especially so in this season, as truncated as it is. Right. You almost felt like with the contest on Friday, with the potential of Tuck being out, the potential of Stevenson being out, the potential of Carlson being out. All of those guys end up in the lineup. Plus, here's Robin Leonard's first game in five weeks. Yeah. All of those things, you wonder if it just gets into the psyche and maybe gets the adrenaline going, does something psychological not only to the Knights, but maybe to the Kings too, who thought, hey, this might not be quite so hard if we don't have to deal with Tuck and Stevenson and Carlson. Turned out they all played, and the Knights won the game and looked good so in doing Today, there was no boost for Vegas, and in fact, Pacioretty unavailable. And with Max missing his first game of the year, it's not only that you miss his 16 goals and 30 points and all the minutes that he eats up, it's also how it affects the rest of the lineup. Tuck goes up with Stevenson and Stone and was good, but all of a sudden, the third line is not the same as the third line has been. And uh, it just isn't quite as much depth you can't grind away as much. You can't find the matchups in the same way. So with that, the Kings are probably smelling something positive. And they made adjustments to their lineup. Plus, Cal Peterson goes in. He has been better than Jonathan Quick, and he was clearly today. Um, and they uh, made some adjustments after a message was sent to Gabe Velarde, dropped him in the lineup. Jeff Carter goes up in the lineup and scores a goal on a breakaway, set up by Andreas Anthonisio. So... Uh, all of that seems to shake out in Los Angeles's favor, and it's important not to forget about the mental side of the game. It's not just the physical challenge of playing all these games in a short period of time. It's mentally trying to get yourself prepared and not mentally exhausted going into each game. You know, it's hard to critique the Golden Knights, like top to bottom. This has been a very successful team, 21-7-1. and but, I, I mean, if you're going to look at one area, it's probably the power play. And, and in today's game specifically, there were opportunities with the man advantage that could have broken in the favor of the Golden Knights, and it just wasn't effective enough. How do you get more out of that power play? I think you jumble it up in terms of the personnel, especially with Pacioretty out. And we saw that in the final power play minutes that the Knights had. So uh, Tomas Nosek involved in that remember that one of those power play goals a couple of games ago against the sharks at home was with non-typical power players nosik had a power play assist and I, I wonder if perhaps mixing it up would be a prudent thing to do because without patch ready kind of figure all right who's familiar with who who's not quite clicking and i've got to say there are some guys who are deserving of staying on the power play and other guys are not so it might mean putting players at rewarding some giving them an added opportunity but also a signal some guys who are not performing as well as they should that hey 
<laughs> you got to uh, adjust the way you're playing or adjust the way you're thinking because it, it's pretty simple. With all the talent this group has, they should not be bottom third on the power play. And Again, we say they were 23rd as of game time, and they will probably drop a spot or two, and that's just not <laughs> anything you could expect from one of the best teams in the NHL. Uh, it's like great for their even strength scoring, right? But yeah, it, yeah. just imagine how much better they could be if the power play was even average. It's not average right now. It's clearly below average. You know, one of those guys that, that I think is making a case for elevated minutes and a, a bigger role is Tomas Nosek. He's had the hot hand for the Golden Knights of late. Where's the best spot for him in this lineup? Right. I, I think that we have talked about this in recent games, that when everybody's healthy, including Pacioretty, that Tuck, Nosek, and Wah, and though it was just maybe seven periods of hockey, roughly, they look really good. You know, I, I, I can't say that, you know, Cody Glass or Nick Wah jumped off the score sheet today. Uh, you know, there were moments that Nosek did obviously got the goal late, but it's more than just the goal and the four points in the last few games. Um, there was something, and Gary said it quite well, I forget if it was Friday or the game before, but sometimes you see a line on paper and you think, ah, that should work, that should click, that should do something positive. But it doesn't always work out that way. And something that doesn't necessarily look good on paper turns out to be just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> and I think that if everybody is healthy, uh, I would like to see my my own opinion. I don't know what the coaching staff thinks about this, but I would like to see more of Tuck, Nosek, and Wah because I feel like we only got the initial glimpse of what they could do together, and uh, obviously that's not <laughs> what you could do today with Pacioretty out. Nosek with Glass and Wah for the most part. Uh, glass to the wing, and You've got three centermen there who can all take draws, and Nosek has been terrific in the face-off circle. So, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, that when Pacioretty returns, whenever that may be. Again, day-to-day -day for Max. Um, so then the question is, fourth line, do you make Cody Glass your fourth-line center? Again, you put people in unfamiliar positions. They start, they start playing and they stop thinking. And I mean stop thinking in a good way because I think players, including Cody, are overthinking. Yeah. right now yeah and I, I think if you just put cody there with will carrier and ryan reeves you don't have to try to figure out what ryan and will are going to do right <laughs> they're going to skate hard the they're going to hit yeah, yeah they're gonna, like you i know what they're going to do cody knows what they're going to do which might be the best thing for cody right now I, again i don't know but that's that's my uh answer to your question the best the best way i could answer it well, Dan, you need to get some rest and uh, maybe some sausage and peppers and onions. But, that would be you know. great. I know where I will not be getting it from, and that's Gary Long's. Well, you got to hold him to that. We, we've got it on record. He said that uh, he, he'd come up and, and get you some. So we've got it on record here. I hope you get it, Dan, and we will uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. The Golden Knights dropped this one 3-1 to one to the L.A. Kings. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights drop this one 3-1 to one to the LA Kings, 21-7-1 on the season for the Vegas Golden Knights. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Max Pacioretty, lower body injury, day-to-day. And you know what? Pacioretty, six points in three games this season against the LA Kings. You certainly missed Max Pacioretty in this game. And I'm not going to sit here and say that if Pacioretty was in the game tonight that the Golden Knights would have beaten LA. I think the, the Kings had the right mentality in terms of this game. They were going to make this low event hockey and grind out a win. Let's head out to Staples Center, bring in Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Hey Pete, uh, you guys made a push there in the third, but was you know going down 2 nothing after two too big of a hole for you guys to overcome? Yeah, too little, too late. Um, you know, I, I've talked since the beginning of the year about, about beating a team twice, uh, how tough it is, and especially in their building, and, and they came with a lot of desperation. You know, that second period, we just weren't sharp enough. Uh, and that's coaches included. You know, poor, a poor challenge by us that cost us a goal, and, um, you know, they won a, a lot of the battles in the second period, which really, you know, set the game up. And I still I still thought we had a chance in the third. We had a, an opportunity to push to get back in it with the power play and some of the pressure we put on. But, uh, you know, you can't, you can't put yourself in the spot we did uh, with the second period we had. We'll go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas, son. Hey, Justin. Hey, you just kind of touched on it there, but they – do you think the momentum shifted with that their first goal and then they get the power play goal right after and I and then on that also what did uh I guess what did you see on the on the challenge yeah um for sure I, I think the whole second period was was their momentum I think even you know even prior to them scoring you know, they came out in the second period and just were, were the hungrier team they were winning all the battles all the races um you know, the, the challenge didn't help. Um, you know, we don't get uh, a good feed at the bench level, so we're relying on our behind-the-scenes cameras and people. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, they felt that uh, that there was contact with Flurry. I think, uh, you know, when I got in at the end of the period and got a chance to really look at some different views, I, I think, uh, you know, that it was probably a marginal call and the, the refs probably got it right, so... Uh, you know, I would have liked to see us kill that. I think we compounded it by by making some mistakes on the penalty kill. Next question tonight goes to David Shane from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. I know there was an update given by the team on Max. I was just going to ask in terms of if you felt like you missed him on a power play, especially tonight, and with regard to that, you know, like to five on three specifically. Yeah, you, we miss him. I mean, he's our leading goal scorer, so you miss him, and, and you miss Peter Angelo too. I mean, those are those are two pretty key guys for us. But uh, we've we've done this all year. We've we've uh, had next man up and, and guys step in, and you know we we had enough in the lineup to win that game tonight. Uh, you know, we just didn't get it done. Next question goes to Brian Blessing, Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hey, Brian. Hey, Pete, sorry to belabor the point on the challenge, but the initial contact by Kopitar, I guess, 
play extended was a scramble for another three, four, five seconds afterwards. So it, would that be the determination that he got back into the play and then the challenge for you to make that decision? And then can you learn from these challenges to apply a decision down the road? Oh, for sure you can. You know, you, you have to. And, uh, you know, you're always looking for that that line on uh, on what goalie interference is and what isn't. I think I think the deciding factor ended up being that they felt McNabb pushed Kopitar into the goalie. Um, you know, there's no doubt there was contact. Uh, their determination was that, uh, that we pushed them in, and, and that was the, the deciding factor. Time for two more questions for Pete. Next one, go to Je Jesse Granger, The Athletic. Jesse. Hey, Pete, I know obviously mixing, missing Max and Petrangelo is a big hit to the power play, but um, the, I asked the guys about the power play, and they mentioned they're trying a lot of different things. Are you seeing progress, and do you see progress being made, and like, is there reason to believe it's getting there? I think so. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, it, it obviously hasn't been uh, – as good as we've wanted it to be. Um, I think uh, um, that uh, it started to feel real dangerous a couple of weeks ago. And then I thought we slid back into uh, where we had been before a little bit recently. And I, I thought tonight it, it started to feel dangerous again, you know, even though we didn't score, um, you know, I, I thought we had some some good looks and opportunities. Smitty has an empty net uh, off the O shot right at the end of the second, I believe. I think, you know, we stick that in the net and, and it's a different game. We feel better about it. So uh, I, I think we recognize it, that uh, it, it wasn't good. And I thought uh, we're, we're moving towards uh, getting it back to where it belongs again. Last question goes to Danny Webster with NHL.com. Hey, Danny. Hey, Pete, I don't want to use the phrase looking ahead, but knowing that you get to come back tomorrow and try this again, is it is this a little bit easier to just crumple up, throw away, and just move on to the next one? Yeah, um, I think so. Uh, you know, but uh, this is uh, a lot of games this week. So, you know, it, it, it's it's the tough part is going to be moving into tomorrow energy-wise. Uh, St. Louis is sitting there waiting for us, and, we're traveling back today after playing back to back here. So, um, you know, I think mentally for sure, physically, uh, we've got to recharge and get ready for a real tough St. Louis team tomorrow. Thanks, Thank Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. When we come back, we've got the highlights right here on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining attractions, experiences, and the luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. The Golden Knights drop this one 
to one to the LA Kings. And we just heard from Pete DeBoer in tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. And the quote that stood that stuck out to me, too little, too late, not sharp enough, coaches included. And we'll get to the coaches included part in just a second as we make our way through the highlights. So not much going on in the first period. Low event hockey on both sides. Got to give credit to the LA Kings for not really doing too much. But also for the Golden Knights, it was a strong road period to start this game off. However, in the second period, the LA Kings would have some more energy. And they'd hem Vegas in their own zone for a long, extended shift and then would be awarded a goal by Sean Walker. Coglin again fails to clear. Far side, it's a point shot from Velarde. Knocked down, it's still loose. Jam it away. It's under Flurry. now they score! Sean Walker was on the doorstep and it's a 1-0 Kings lead. That's Sean Walker from Trevor Moore and Andre Kopitar at 5.58 of the second period to make it one to nothing L.A. Head coach Pete DeBoer would challenge the Sean Walker goal on goalie interference. He felt that Andre Kopitar's contact with Marc-Andre Fleury prevented Fleury from making a save. However, as it was reviewed, it was determined that Braden McNabb created some contact with Andre Kopitar and that Kopitar in his contact with Marc-Andre Fleury was deemed legal and did not prevent Marc-Andre from trying to make a play on the puck. So the Golden Knights were assessed a minor penalty delay of game for the the unsuccessful challenge and on the ensuing power play Dustin Brown would add to the lead I have follow back for Downey to the right Kopitar right circle back to the left I have follow shoots score easy tap in for Brown I have follow wound up like he was going to slap it and then made the seam pass to the right side of the crease Dustin Brown buries it that's Dustin Brown from Alex Iafallo and Andre Kopitar at 6.49 of the second period. And just like that, it's 2 to nothing L.A. As the period would wear on, Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. McNabb back to the Vegas line. Hounded by Carter. And it's now brought in after the CU. Fires in a glove save! Fleury reaching out, flashing the mitt. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So we head to the third period, 2-0 LA, and it appeared that the Golden Knights would get one back on a Chandler Stevenson goal. However, the puck never crossed the line. Down the right wing, Tuck leaves it on the sidewall. Martinez, right corner for Tuck. Glass joins in, centering try, Stevenson shooting, and it's in the goal! Yes, the goal came off its pegs, the result of Drew Doughty bumping into the post. Yeah, it's a it's a weird play. Chandler Stevenson thought he had tucked that one in just inside the post. Drew Doughty did get to the post, knocks the net off of its pegs, and keeps the puck out. Now, uh, the Golden Knights were on a power play at that point. Drew Doughty was assessed a minor penalty, and the Golden Knights had a five-on-three man advantage for just about a minute and a half. Were not able to convert on that opportunity. However, later in the period, the King uh, the Golden Knights would get to within one on a goal from Tomas Nosek. Steal at center. Nosek in for the Knights. Left circle. He shoots. Peterson is safe. Now it's in. The save was made and then it rattled by. 
The Knights are on the board, trailing 2-1 to one in the final three minutes of the third. That's Tomasz Nosek from Keegan Kolazar at 16.33 of the third period to cut the lead in half, 2-1 to one LA. Less than a minute later, Jeff Carter restored the two-goal lead. It's cut off, though. Martinez with Marcia, so then mishandled by Haig. He wasn't expecting that. Carter on the breakaway, down the middle. Toe save, but now it gets by. Jeff Carter, the goal, and it's 3-1 to one Los Angeles. That's Jeff Carter on a breakaway. The assist go to Andreas Athanasiu at 17-28 of the third period, restoring the two-goal lead, 3-1 L.A. The Golden Knights would pull Marc-Andre Fleury. They would try desperately to get another goal back. The Kings held on, and all that was left was the final call. Three seconds, still on a slap shot, knocked away, and that will do it. Kings clear at the horn. It goes into an empty net, but that will not count. The game is over. It's a Kings victory, 3-1 to one over the Knights at Staples Center. And there you have it. The Kings beat the Golden Knights 3-1. to one. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting for Pete DeBoer to talk about that challenge, about what he saw, the different angles that he had available to him on the bench, and then what he thought of of the call after the fact once he saw some more camera angles it didn't seem like pete had too much of an issue with what the ruling eventually was and you know what it, in those situations when you look at the golden knights you look at the penalty kill that this team has you take you take a chance in those situations because maybe you get the goal to come back and you trust your penalty kill to get you out of that situation. It didn't work tonight for the Golden Knights. And quite frankly, when the Golden Knights go 0 for 4 on the power play and have a lengthy 5-on-3 man advantage, that's the opportunity to get back in the game. That's the opportunity to find a way to win in this situation. And the power play for the Golden Knights let them down in this game. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show, 3-1 LA, the final. Golden Knights can't win them all. Snaps a five-game winning streak for the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas takes on St. Louis tomorrow, so right back at it if you're the Golden Knights. And, you know, from an energy perspective, and Pete, DeBoer touched on it in the post-game interview. It's it's a concern about having the energy for the game tomorrow. That is going to be a storyline for the Golden Knights in the remaining 27 games of this season. And we talked about it on the pregame show. There are going to be nights like tonight where the Golden Knights just don't have it. They just don't have their game. And I don't think it should cause concern. I don't think it should cause any type of panic. Like, you're not going to win every single game that you play. The Golden Knights are not going to go 27-0 the remaining 27 games. Ideally, you wouldn't have many games like this, but even this game, 
in which I believe the Golden Knights were as out of it as they've ever been in any game so far this season. They're still within one goal. I mean, they were, they were really close to putting all of the pressure on the LA Kings in the final seven minutes of the game. If not for that Jeff Carter goal, I think that LA would have been under much more pressure and it would have been a different story. I think the, the Golden Knights in that situation could have salvaged a point out of this game. But you know what? You've got to take these games. You've got to learn. You've got to grow. The power play for the Golden Knights has to be better. As you move forward, as you get through the remainder of this season, you need your power play to bail you out in certain situations. It bailed them out on Wednesday against San Jose. It did not bail them out tonight. And that's the difference in two points when maybe you don't deserve it versus going home a little bit unsatisfied at the fact that you let two get away in this game against the LA Kings. Next game for Vegas goes tomorrow at 7 o'clock against St. Louis. Pre-game show will be on the air at 6 o'clock. Until then, we've got the extended post-game show coming up next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network post-game show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. A extended postgame show live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Golden Knights lose 3-1 to to the LA Kings. 702-876-1340 is the number. I'm assuming you want to talk. 702-876-1340 is the number. You know, this is a game in which the Golden Knights just did not have their game from the start. Uh, feeling each other out in the first period, no max patch ready, lower body injury day-to-day. Uh, a lot not necessarily going right for the Golden Knights, and you've got to give the LA Kings credit in the second period for having a desperate game. That's what they did, and that's why the Kings skate away with two points. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing tonight? Uh, just a little quick therapy, and then I'll let you go. Uh, <laughs> no complaints about the way things went in this particular game. It's we were due to lose one, and uh, now the, the, the work's really cut out because St. Louis and Colorado loom ahead. So this is uh, would have been a great one to pick up two points. But whose infinite wisdom one day, say, I don't know when it was, two or three years ago, decided that hockey would be the only sport where the coach's challenge results in a penalty? Who, who decided that? You know, I, I think that there was a, a pushback from coaches just trying to throw a challenge out, knowing they had no chance of actually overturning the goal and essentially trying to gain a timeout in certain situations, right? So, like, say there's a goal it's, it's and, and you just want to stem the tide. You want to try to change the momentum. 
you challenge and then you're unsuccessful, there's no there's no punishment. There's no uh, repercussions. And so I, I think it was a way of circumventing the one and only timeout that you have as an NHL coach. And that's why you've got to be absolutely certain that what you're seeing is goalie interference. Now, I agree with that explanation, but just take away the, the timeout. Get rid of the, if you lose the challenge, you lose the timeout. Now, how would that change? That wouldn't change the game the way this, this particular incident changed the game. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, you don't want to slow the game down, right? Like, you, you want to make sure that coaches are challenging because they've got that conviction. They have that belief that this is going to be a play that's, that's, that comes off the board, that, that is overruled. So, I mean, I, I, I don't really have much of an issue with it. If you're going to challenge, you, you need to win the challenge. And I think in this instance, if Pete DeBoer had a couple of different camera angles, I don't think he would have challenged. I didn't think that there was much there. And sometimes you, you, you just hope that with goalie interference, one goes in your favor. It didn't tonight. No, I agree, and I've been complaining about this since they instituted the rule. I just don't get it, and it doesn't happen in football. It doesn't happen in basketball. You don't lose anything appreciably by making a challenge. Yeah, I, and Mike, I don't disagree with you. Thanks for the call. I, I, it's a tough situation to be in, but at the same time, like it, it doesn't really affect teams too much because more often than not, what that rule change has done is it's really enabled teams to hone in on specific instances in which they truly believe a mistake was made. And when you start to institute review, when you start to allow plays to be scrutinized by pixel by pixel, and you're really laboring over all of the different minutia of the game to take a goal off the board or whatever the case may be, um, I, I think that less review is probably more favorable in this in this situation because you're always going to have situations where the more reviews you have, the less goals you have, and scoring is fun. And I'm always going to be on team fun. It goes against the Golden Knights, but to be completely honest, I would bet on the Golden Knights penalty kill. I think that's how good they are. Down a man, this team has always been very good. They've been elite under Pete DeBoer. I would always, always, always bet on the Golden Knights penalty kill to bail them out of a situation where you you believe in a coach's challenge. It doesn't go your way. You need a strong kill. I think this team is more than capable of doing it. It didn't work tonight, but I, I don't necessarily think that's the, the, the main reason that the, the Golden Knights lost this game. Not having Max Pacioretty certainly hurts, but... There just wasn't much in terms of offensive sustained pressure from the Golden Knights. Offensively, this was not one of their banner games. And it's not just about the goals or the lack of goals that they scored. When we looked at this team through two periods, in terms of high danger chances, at 5-on-5, five five, the Vegas Golden Knights had two Two five-on-five high-danger chances. That is not good enough against L.A. And and I would argue it's not good enough against L.A. even if you don't have your best game because top to bottom, this team is better than the Los Angeles Kings. They've proven it out over the course of the first three and a half games. 
But L.A. had a desperate second period. They were able to capitalize on their power play. They were able to take advantage of an opportunity in the game that could break their f- in their favor, and they did it. And you got to give the Kings credit. You're not going to go 8-0 against every team in your division. It's just not going to happen. L.A. was bound to win one, and today was the one. Now, the question that I have, and I guess the question that I have for everyone else that's not calling in for whatever reason, 702-876-1340 is the number, you should call in because I would imagine that you'd want to talk more after a loss than a win. That's generally how these things go in sports talk radio. But the question I have for you is, are you concerned about this game bleeding into tomorrow? Are you concerned that the way the Golden Knights played today is going to affect them, impact them in a negative way in their game tomorrow against St. Louis? 702-876-1340 is the number. We're going to take a break. On the other side, we're going to answer that question right here. Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. 702-876-1340 is the number. The phone lines are lonely. You need to call. It's your postgame show. It's your postgame show. So you call in. Let me know if you think tonight's game from the Golden Knights is going to bleed into tomorrow's game between Vegas and St. Louis. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? Um, I'm okay. I'm not happy about the loss, but at least it's getting warmer outside. <laughs> <laughs> so are you concerned about tonight's loss? Uh, not really. I, You know, obviously they did not play very well, but looking at it, they gave up three goals, when they're not playing well, when you can compare that to some other teams in the league, they're not playing well and they're giving up like nine goals. So even though it's a loss, it's not like it didn't feel, it never really felt out of reach until, you know, right at the very end. So that was a positive. Even when they weren't playing well, it was only down one, two goals. Now, are you concerned that this loss is going to affect the team, impact the team in a negative way as they prepare for St. Louis tomorrow? I don't really think so. I think that they're hopefully going to look at it as, did we really just lose to them? We're not going to let this, I hope it lights a fire under them, which is what has seemed to happen this season. When they get a loss, they come back and fight hard and get that win. Yeah, absolutely, Stephanie. Thank you for the call. Oh, Uh, oh, go ahead. You can't let Gary Lawless off the hook about the sandwich for Dan. Oh, don't worry. I I think that Dan's for sure going to get a sandwich from Gary, and I I think that it needs to happen sooner than later. So uh, make sure to hit them up on Twitter. Like, tweet at them. Make sure that Gary Lawless knows he owes Dan Duva a sandwich. Keep us updated. (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. I, I will. I will do my best. We will keep a tracker on how many days it takes for Gary Lawless to get Danduva a sandwich. 
All right, Stephanie, thank you for the call. 702-876-1340 is the number. Like, I look at tomorrow's game as uh, a good test for the Vegas Golden Knights in terms of this schedule and what it's going to do to Vegas over the course of the remainder of the season. So you, for all intents and purposes, have a, a tough game, a bad game. You don't have the energy. You're just not in the game. Top to bottom, every single player on this team would say, you know, we just, we just didn't have it. And so that's fine. I think it's going to be an opportunity for them to have it tomorrow. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Call. We've got Jim on the line. Jim, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. What's going on, buddy? I'm good, bud. Uh, you know, it's no big deal. I mean, those guys on the other side, they get paid to play hockey, too. So, you know, you lose some, you win some. There were some new pieces tonight, and that's not a huge deal. Um, they'll be more focused tomorrow against the Blues. Our, and... When it comes to the Blues, like the, the Golden Knights have played incredibly well against St. Louis. If there's going to be a letdown, I'd almost welcome the letdown here in this game against L.A. than I would against St. Louis, where I think the points matter just a little bit more. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, L.A. getting two points from us is no big deal. Um, you know, St. Louis is the one that has a shot at catching us. Um, so that's way more important than you know, the Kings game, but, you know, with Tuck moving up the line and the guys not basically, you know, having a ton of energy and Colasar tried to get them going, but, you know, things happen like that. It's, it's not that big a deal. I mean, it's a long season. We're still in first place. You know, it's our, what, third year and our fourth year, and we're looking great. So, you know, it's tomorrow's another day. All right, Jim, thank you for that positive outlook as we look ahead to Vegas and St. Louis tomorrow. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Steven. All right. Rob, Steven, if you guys are listening, give us a call back. 702-876-1340 is the number. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to hear what your thoughts are on tonight's loss to the LA Kings. We'd like to know if uh, if you think it's going to bleed into tomorrow's game against St. Louis. I I personally don't think it's going to. I think that you're going to get a very strong effort from the Golden Knights top to bottom against the St. Louis Blues. And it goes to the point of if there's going to be a letdown. And I think today, this game, was one of those letdown moments that you see throughout a regular season. I'd rather it be today than tomorrow against the St. Louis Blues. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Jason. Jason, how you doing? I'm fantastic. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, so, you know, I just think today, <clears throat> uh, sorry about my voice there, even though I think that today was a, it was an honest effort. I just felt like we just got complacent, kind of like, oh, well, it's just the Kings. They're not quite going to be there whatever, they're, they're fighting for a chance, whatever. I thought it got a little complacent. I, I mean, I, I guess I can understand that thought process, but I, I think it was more a lack of energy and not, not being able to match the desperation in-game in the second period that the LA Kings had. And, and then beyond that, just if you're looking at X's and O's, the power play for the Golden Knights let them down. I agree there, you know, and I, that, I just think that they just said, you know what, we're just going to give this one away, 
let's let's just kind of give it a, like a rest day kind of thing, even though that wasn't really the case. All right, Jason, thank you for the call. Yeah, I I I mean, I I suppose like complacency is a word that you could use. I I just think that there, from an energy perspective, it just wasn't there. So, you know, back to the drawing board. They've got another chance to kind of put this one behind them, get on to the St. Louis Blues tomorrow. So we'll see what the Golden Knights bring to the table then. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break right here on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. To your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to talk after a rare loss this season, 21-7-1. We've only had an opportunity this year to speak after a loss eight times. We don't, we don't get this enough. And that's a good thing. Like, that just speaks to how good the Golden Knights have been. But, you know, sometimes, as, as Mike said, caller Mike earlier in the show said, it's, it's a little bit of therapy. It's therapeutic to talk things through after a loss. And for those that maybe are upset about the goalie interference call going against the Golden Knights, you have an opportunity to call up and, uh, and complain about it. 702-876-1340 is the number. And you know, I, I don't really have an issue with Pete DeBoer challenging in that instance. I mean, we've talked about the Golden Knights penalty kill. We've talked about how good they have been historically, uh, not just under Pete DeBoer, but just in the existence of the franchise. Penalty killing has always been a strong suit of this organization, of this team. And... I think if you're unsure in that situation, if you think there's a chance, maybe a little bit better than average chance, that that goal might come off the board, I'm 100% in agreement that you throw the challenge out there. Because, you know, best case scenario, it comes off the board. Worst case scenario is you have to rely on your penalty kill that has been historically great to just kill off a penalty. And... I would make that decision 100 times out of 100 because 99 of those times the penalty kill will come through and you're only down one nothing. The difference in tonight's game is that you know the the Kings were able to make a play and the Golden Knights penalty kill didn't show up. But that being said, the Golden Knights had plenty of opportunities on the power play. They're 0 for 4 on the power play today and that really is the bigger issue for me in terms of this season, in terms of the remainder of the season, and the way that the schedule is shaping up for Vegas. I'm not concerned about their goaltending. You've got Robin Leonard, you've got Marc-Andre Fleury, you can rotate those two guys. You're always going to have a fresh goalie in net. I'm not worried about that. In terms of defense, at some point you're going to get Alex Petrangelo back, and when you do, he's going to be rested, he's going to be fresh, albeit coming off of an injury, but still the legs won't be as heavy for Petrangelo as you approach the playoffs. You'll get a bit of a respite there. I'm not worried about defense. I'm not worried about goaltending. 
I am concerned a bit about the power play. And it's, it's a matter of finding the right ways to get those goals. It's situational. I don't care what the overall average is. But when you're down by a couple of goals and you have a five-on-three and one goal gets you right back in the game, you've got to score. When you have an opportunity to get yourself back into a game that maybe you don't belong in or you don't have a clear path to winning, you have to score. The Golden Knights power play let them down in today's game. We're back to wrap it up next on the extended postgame show of Fox Sports Las Vegas. your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, live from the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Vegas dropped this one, 3-1 to one to the LA Kings. Get an opportunity to get right back in the win column. Start a new winning streak against the St. Louis Blues, a team that uh, the Golden Knights so far this season have played incredibly well against. Um... I think it's going to be a fun game. Like tomorrow, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm expecting a much better effort top to bottom from the Golden Knights. And, and quite frankly, they have had St. Louis's number. Even though St. Louis has, has gotten some points from the Golden Knights by virtue of overtime, I, I don't think it's been particularly close on the ice. I think Vegas has been top to bottom the better team. That game will go tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We'll be right here for the pregame show starting at 6 o'clock. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here. Turning the knobs, keeping us on the air, making us sound professional. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to all of you for calling in right here to the extended postgame show. We will see you tomorrow, 6 o'clock, right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.